everybody welcome back to real talk with minority speak up i am your host kennedy shanks aka misunderstood and i am here with a guest hello my name is mary aka kim lathan shanks and i am kennedy's mom today's topic will be a part two to our mental health uh topic and Today we'll be doing uh, mental health from the perspective of a parent. So just to hop right into the topic, um, so how was mental health represented during your time? Well, mental health was um, a totally different ball game. Um, a lot of mental health was. Um, I wouldn't say brushed under the rug because that was before my time. Mm -hmm. I, I know um, I would occasionally hear my parents uh, talk about, uh, they would never say, uh, you know, that that person was crazy or, uh, you know, or something's wrong. It was always brushed under the rug and whoever was battling or facing mental health at that time was kind of shunned. Mm -hmm. um, them growing up in Mississippi was always in the backwoods, so that individual would be taken to the backwoods and they would live separately, you know, maybe with a grandparent or an, mm -hmm. an aunt um, and really wasn't out and about. Um, but for mental health with uh, during my time, and I'm sure your dad's time as well, um, there were mental health facilities. Um, you know, any person that was dealing with uh, depression, anxiety, uh, schizophrenia, um, being bipolar, um, there were facilities um, that would actually house them and get them help and get them on their medication uh, and, you know, just get their levels off. Uh, well, get their levels uh you know, right. Uh, but nowadays, they've closed down a lot of mental health facilities, if not all of them. And now we have a lot of um, mental illness face-to-face. -face. We see it every day. Yeah. Uh, walking the streets of Chicago, me going to work every day or dropping you all off at school. It's, 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 a, it's someone's son. It's someone's daughter out there that's you know, pacing the streets, homeless, uh, talking out loud, screaming out loud, um, and people fear them, and it's unfortunate um, because of the uh, facilities that have been closed down, uh, these people can't get any help. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when you deal with uh, mental illness, you know, like schizophrenia and things of that nature, um, you're, you need to be on some form of medication. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, you know, when you're like that, you don't know when to take your medicine, how often you should take your medicine, what, you know, how many times a day you should take your medicine. Those facilities that they closed down um, would help them. Mm -hmm. You know, people with mental illness, they're not um, mean people. They, yeah. they don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't know what they're doing. They need help, you know. Um, and I feel as though uh, one thing that 
my mom has always taught us that, you know, that's someone's son, that's someone's mm -hmm. daughter. Don't point your finger at them and treat them any differently because they weren't born like you. Yeah. You know, so it's hard. It's really hard. It breaks my heart to, to see, like, you know, people like that because they're, mo they're mothers. You yeah. know, they have children. They have families, you mm -hmm. know, that, that can't take care of them mm -hmm. because they're, you know, they're out of control because they don't want to take their meds. You know, they don't know that being on this medication will make you feel better, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just really sad. Yeah. I feel like, um, I don't know, like going back to the question, but also building off what you said, um, I feel like, you know how people say, like, people with mental, uh, mental health or, like, mental health issues, like they say issues or mental health problems, stuff like that, for me, I feel like, for my time, it's so, uh, like you said, so, like, represented, like, in every part of life, like, everywhere, like, people walking down the street, people you encounter every day, right. so I feel like there really isn't, like, um, I feel like everyone is equal right. in mental health, regardless if my anxiety is a 10 and your anxiety is a 1, I feel like everybody's equal, and every, I feel like everybody goes through some form of mental health, Yes, regardless if it's Oh, I'm shaking because I got a test next or something or like right. having flashbacks right. or something. Exactly. Like everybody, it's not like, oh, I'm perfect. I was born this way. What a blessing. Right. No, you you have a blessing because you're you're normal. Right. You're normal, quote unquote normal. Right. But that's the thing, like people that are crazy, that take medicine and stuff right. like that. For me, I don't see them. Okay, they might need some extra help, right. but I don't see them. It's crazy. Exactly. Right. Like those words are harsh. It, yes. They are. Right. For anybody that would be harsh, right. even if you, even if you weren't, what people say like crazy. Like for me, if anybody called me crazy, I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Even right. if I don't show signs of what they say is crazy, right. like it being called any kind of negative word, regardless of it's your mental health, how you look, like. It, it it's all the same. That's why I always see everything as an equal. Yes, it um, has to be. Yeah, those words are very harsh. Word yeah. crazy, uh, uh, nutcase. Yeah. Uh, there's so many names out there that you know people with mental illness have been called. Mm -hmm. But you know, at the end of the day, that could have been you. Exactly. You know, that could have been your brother. That could have mm -hmm. been your sister. That could have been your mother. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, and it, it's a scary thing, and, you know, they don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They don't. Yeah. Because they're not in their right state of mind until mm -hmm. they get on those meds to level them out and to to make them feel better, not only physically, yeah. mentally, and emotionally. Mm-hmm. I feel, that's, I kind of compare, um, and I've heard, like, people use this term, like, uh, people with mental, like, depending on, like, the severity, right. if that's the right word, like, mm -hmm. For people with mental health, um, it's like a, a dog mm -hmm. that it's trained to, let's say a pit bull. Okay. If the if the um, owner or master or whatever right. says, like, attack. Right. And it's mine, it says, okay, I have to attack. Right. So somebody with a mental health, like... Mm -hmm. um, problem mm -hmm. or like having an episode mm -hmm. if they, if there's a trigger like someone claps or somebody snaps or somebody pushes right. them then that's just like snap like I gotta I gotta right. shake like something's going on right like, so I feel like it's all kind of just like a, um a big trigger effect right just or, like with people um, I'm gonna piggyback off of what you just said mm -hmm. just like people who have served in the war 
Yeah, PTSD. From PTSD from mm -hmm. you know serving in the Vietnam War, World mm -hmm. War One, World War Two. That's why a lot of veterans stay in the house on the Fourth of July. Yeah. Because of the firecrackers. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It sends them back to that place. Yeah. Of you know where they once were, mm -hmm. and you know that honestly, that's a form of you know that is mental health. Yeah, yeah. that's a form of mental health. So you know, mm -hmm. everybody. Everybody goes yeah. through their own, whether they want to admit it or not. Some yeah. people walk around and they go, oh, no, I'm fine. I'm perfectly mm -hmm. fine. No. But, you know, do you find yourself, and a lot of people don't realize when, they, when you talk to yourself, uh, that's a form. Yeah. You know, everybody, who hasn't talked to themselves? I do that all the yeah. time. So do I. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I talk myself out of situations, uh, bad feelings, yeah. bad thoughts. Um you know, it, it's a process. Mm -hmm. it, me being 49 years old, I, that's something that I still have to deal with on yeah. a daily basis, you know, and just deal with the fact that, you know, things are not going to always go my way, so yeah. I have to figure out something different, mm -hmm. you know, not to just make myself feel better, but my, my children, you, yeah. TG, TJ, and, you know, mm -hmm. Dad. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. So that, I guess this kind of segues into my next question, and this is so, I feel like, depressing in its own way. Mm -hmm. um, but, so having depression nowadays for my generation is a trend. Okay. So what do you think of this? Because for me, this trend start, started um, when I was in like 7th grade, so I don't know what year that is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> but... Um, like, literally, at, it was a trend, like, at my grammar school, I'm not going to say the name, but at my grammar school, um, like, it was literally a trend to walk around and be like, I'm depressed, mm -hmm. like, saying I'm depressed and stuff like that, and for me, um, that, that was really a weird thing, because for, for everybody to say, like, I'm depressed, I have anxiety, but, like, not really have it, mm -hmm. and then for me to actually have it, mm -hmm. and then I'm like, wait, like, do I really have this or am I just trying to fit in with everybody? But really that's like, like literally I know someone else that had depression at the same time okay. and felt like because everybody else said they had it, if I actually had it, but I'm saying I have it, then it's just like, oh, I'm just trying to fit, fit in, in with the trend. Right, with the like, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, what do you think about like my generation feeling like having mental illness is a trend? Well, you know what? Um, I think that your generation and what you all are going through now, mm -hmm. I didn't go through. Mm -hmm. The you all's pressures uh, are a whole lot different. Yeah. From when I was going, in, you know, to school and when Dad was going in to school, um, just the pressure alone of seeing, you know, your school load, you know, your yeah. classes and all of this stuff. It's like. What? Yeah. You know, I, I don't get it. And um, I had to understand that because you've helped me with yeah. that because it's just like I have learned to not just say, shake it off. Yeah. Get over it. Um, you'll be all right. Yeah. Close your books and take a nap. Go to bed. It's not that easy. It's not nowadays. that easy. No. And you've helped me through that. Um because maybe I was going through my own form of depression, yeah, but not really realizing it mm -hmm. because I was always the type that wanted to stay upbeat 
So yeah. by me staying upbeat all the time mm-hmm. was like my way out. Uh, that's your coping. Yes, you know, so it's like if I say, if I stay, you know, all pumped up and charged up all the Mm -hmm. time, then I won't have to face what I'm really feeling. Yeah. You know, so you find yourself just making some bad decisions. Yeah. I'm not perfect. Far from it. I've made bad decisions uh, in grammar school and high school. And Mm -hmm. I, now since I'm talking about it and I'm thinking back, it was like, hmm. Probably that's the reason why I did what I did yeah, because, because I was going through something. So yeah. right, and I was masking it. Didn't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that nowadays parents mm-hmm. or teachers, uh, staff, faculty should take that lightly. Yeah, they really. Do. You know, there are kids that are taking their lives because they don't know how to reach out. Yeah. Uh, they don't have an open relationship with their children. Parents don't have yeah. open relationships with their children so they don't know how to, mm-hmm. the children don't know how to go to their parents yeah. because they're afraid of what their parents may say. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I try my best to have an open relationship with you because I want you to, I'm not going to be your best friend. Yeah. I can never be your best friend. I'm not your peer. I'm going to always be your mom but I want you to always realize and know that you can come to me and and whatever it is yeah we will we will both you know work through it you know it may not make me feel good at that time (laughs) but i've learned i'm still learning now this is another stage in my life for me yeah learning how to be a parent to a teenager yeah and then you know i i i I knew how to you know be a uh, a parent to a a infant a newborn to a toddler to now you know a teenager Soon to be a young adult. And, you know, thank God, you know, for you because mm-hmm. now I won't have to. I had to use you for a <laughs> guinea pig so I can work with TJ. But that's but a whole not Because he's, he's a boy. He's a boy. So, so it's, it's a whole all, different. Yeah. It's easy. I guess it is. Like what you just said. Just made it click. Because it's easy for a baby. Like they have baby books. And right. like, okay, when your baby has a rash, put the cream on. And then right. go to the doctor. But there, you, you can't search handbooks for teenagers no no you cannot and you cannot search you there there's books out there but um each child is right right each child is different exactly each household is different they're single mothers they're single fathers you know and then they on top of dealing with the stress of being single parents that they have to deal with maybe a child that's going through some form of Mm -hmm. depression yeah um or you know identity issues mm-hmm. where where do they fit in yeah um i'm just blessed to you know i had two parents in the household yeah. not for long you know not for a long pretty much my all the way up until my high school years mm-hmm. and then soon after that you know daddy was gone and, yeah. and mom i mean but that's still right. you had your but childhood both parents both were parents. still yeah. in my life and they were still active mm-hmm. um uh but every household is not going to be that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I, I commend single parents, single mothers and fathers that are out here doing their thing, working and providing yeah. for their children. And, I mean, are actively in their children's lives, mm-hmm. you know. So it, that plays a key factor because parents that are not involved in their children's lives and then the child is going through depression, that's just a time bomb. Exactly. You know, you see on the Internet, social media, on the news, Facebook, uh, Instagram of kids taking their own lives at a yeah. very young age. They had no outlet. 
Yeah. I want to make sure that I have an outlet for yeah. you and for, for TJ and any other child mm -hmm. that I call my niece or nephew, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, godchildren, you know, uh, they should, every child should have an outlet. Yeah. Something. So how do you feel about, um, because not only is it, not only is, uh, like, saying that you have mental illness a tr is a trend, mm -hmm. but now with, like, the music industry and stuff like that, and just, uh, like, even in the dating, like, topic, like, people are using mental health as a way to get clout, mm -hmm. or as a way to say, like, a lot of rappers say, like, oh my gosh, I have depression, and then mm -hmm. they're making depressing music. Mm -hmm just to get their, their uh, music out. Because right. somebody, of course, somebody, like, for me, I know, if I know that this rapper has depression, he took so long to make this album, this right. is the album of his, like, I know, I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to be like, dang, like, I'm going to connect. I'm like, dang, I feel right. your pain. Right, For them to be like, oh, I was joking, like, JK. So, like, how do you feel about people using mental health to gain clout? Uh, I think it's totally wrong. Yeah. I think it, you're dealing with, uh, working on a, a, a person's uh, emotions. Mm -hmm. uh, it's nothing to play with um, because I feel that um, a lot of this, like oh, around the time that I was growing up, mm -hmm. I listened to um, the household that I was raised up in. We listened to a variety of music, whether it was from gospel, classical, rhythm and blues, hard rock, soft mm -hmm. rock. Uh, smooth jazz. Yeah. Um, it's, I was raised up with a spectrum of music. So, but back in the day, it was just like some of that hard rock, yeah. that real gothic. Yeah. It's just very, just very demonic. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Like head banging and and you know and you people were finding themselves back then. It was like people were like tripping off of acid. Yeah. All types major. of drugs. Yeah. And you know and mm -hmm. see being suffering from depression and then doing drugs, a, a, a drug that's a downer, that's just going to put you in a yeah. real dark place. Then you find yourself, you know, like nowadays the kids were cutting or yeah. some years back was the kids, they were cutting when I was. Yeah, it's not you know, new. No, it's just mm -mm, repeating mm -mm. Self-affliction, stuff yeah. like that, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm concerned about a lot of this music. Yeah. I am. Um but I don't uh, stop you all from listening, but I pay attention. Yeah. See, that's the thing nowadays. Parents need to start paying more attention to what their children are listening to. Definitely. Um, the type of music that they're listening to and the type of friends that they have. Yeah. You know, it, it, uh, it it's kind of like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. it, it's rough. It's rough. So, yeah. you know, it's like I said, I commend single parents because they have to, you know, be a single parent, be that only parent, work, provide, make sure that their kids are okay, make sure that they're on the right track, yeah. you know, with the programs they watch, to the music that they listen to, to the friends that mm -hmm. they have, to the, you know, uh, school activities, things of that nature. Yeah. So it's a blessing to have that mm -hmm. because me being overwhelmed at times, I will miss out on something. Guarantee I will miss out. Yeah. And so... That's when dad realizes, mm -hmm. you know, did you know this was going on? No, I didn't. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, thanks for bringing that to my attention. I pay more attention to that, yeah. you know. So, yeah, I think music can be a big influence on it. That's something I also wanted to have in one of our parts for mental health because um, for me, you know, for me, <laughs> you know that... Um,
I'm very open with my music because my music is kind of like a mirror of y'all music. Like, right. I listen to a lot of the, what they say, older, old, old school, school that's right. music. That's yeah. Man, <laughs> see, that was even before my time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, but it's just, still, it's it's just spilled. That's yeah. right. It spills on so, down. Um, but for me, like, I tend, like, and that's something I always give talked about and bullied about is because, like, to live in Chicago and to um, be like, because I, in Chicago, Chicago is the city for the rappers. Like, all right. the new rappers are coming now. You know, Chance the Rapper, G Herbo, like, all these rappers are coming out from Chicago. And for me, like, rap music is not, like, my go-to. Okay. Like, I listen to, like, mainstream rap. So, like, Drake or, like, okay. you know, people that, like... You everybody know, right? But right. like you know, somebody in Louisiana is not gonna know who G Herbo is if right. he didn't come out. All I don't even stuff. know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> so um, for me, like my music, I like to I like to listen to music that um, like I do have my like my chill like kind of right. sad music when I'm you know when I just want to chill out or if I'm feeling down like feel down but then I turn on my turn music right but like for me like that's such a large thing because rap is it's like so big in mental health because all these rappers are saying they have depression and stuff like that and I'm not saying like they pop because a lot of people do have it and I'm not right. saying that they don't have right. it but for me like like you said, like hard rock and stuff like that made people like their minds get yeah, trip. Exactly. Yeah, now that's trips. with rap. I, you know, and see, and I believe it because sometimes when I'm listening to certain rap songs, and then they'll talk about popping mollies and doing yeah. this and doing the zany and whatever this <laughs> stuff that they be talking about, yeah. and I'm like, what? So yeah. that kind of messes me up because it's just like. So are you trying to say in your songs to pop one of these to make you to feel, feel better good. because yeah. you're going through this? Yeah. And that's not that's not the way to do it. And that's um that's another thing. I'm so happy you said that because um for me like I don't know, I guess I'm still stuck in this old school which is like getting a wife or like, you know, let's mm -hmm. go walk like in the park or whatever. Right. But like this music today is like F girls. If you not like down to kill somebody with me, we can't be together. Like it's literally so like drug filled, like girl hating. Like if you can't get money, you're not gonna make it. Like right. you gotta kill this person, be right. in a gang. And that's for me. That's not. I don't know. Like I don't see like good. That's really not good music to me. Like listening no, to it's stuff not. like that. And I feel so sorry for your generation because my God, you literally know what I'm saying? every like for me like. No. That's what I told you about the party thing. Yeah. For me, going to parties, like, okay, I'm listening to the, hey, turn up, like, okay, right. but it gets old. For me, I, I would go to a party where it's, like, chill music. Everybody just sitting there chilling. Right. Like, for me, that's, like, the ideal party, and that's why I, like, I don't really have a lot of friends, or I, I get bullied, because it's, like, so you don't know this song? Like, this song been out for a long time. I'm, like, I don't listen to rap like that. I'm not right. deep into rap. I have other, you know, songs I like, so... I feel like that that's his own little topic in itself because right. it's so deep to talk about, but yeah, that's, that's very large. Yeah, that's um, true. And um, this actually, see, all these questions segue into each other. So the next question was, what caused mental health issues back then? Like, what was the cause for them? Oh, you getting deep. <laughs> well... Let's see. What 
Okay, repeat the question. <laughs> yeah, you just messed me up. Go ahead. For us, it's very prominent, my uh, generation. So what caused mental health issues back then? Um, broken families. Um, mm-hmm. uh, people dealing with uh, uh, alcoholism, drug abuse. Um, it's just, it, it's, it could be a number of things. Mm-hmm. Um, Give me some of the, the larger ones, because I can compare it to today's. Abuse. Okay. Physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, mental abuse. Emotional molestation. Mm-hmm. Big thing. Um, yeah. Most definitely. See, that, um, I, before I say mine for our generation, that actually, um, the part that you said about physical and mental abuse, I wanted to talk about that a little bit in this because, um, that kind of opened my mind to, um, remember, remember we had a conversation about bullying, mm-hmm. and you said you went through more, like, physical when you were younger. You went through more physical and right. verbal. Right. For me, I feel like I went through more, like, verbal and emotional kind of so um you know what I, I and 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 honestly mm-hmm. I didn't experience bullying until I got into high school mm-hmm. maybe my freshman and sophomore year mm-hmm. um a lot of people would think that I went through bullying because I was raised on the north side of Chicago Lincoln Park area and uh pretty much there was a handful of blacks that owned homes and lived in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I can tell you honestly, and I'm proud to say this, but I can tell you honestly that I never had to deal with bullying Mm -hmm. from the Caucasian race. Ever. I've never been called out my name. Never. That's not the type of friends that I've had Mm -hmm. or had. Um, And we're still good friends uh, today. Um, I got into high school and I have always been kind of on the thicker side than the norm, okay? I wasn't the one with the little hourglass shape. I was mm-hmm. the one with more of the hips, maybe have a little bit more uh, tummy than the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was more so bullied because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was bullied more so because um, I didn't wear... Uh, the Filas, you yeah. know, that was the big thing, Adidas, uh-huh. uh, Nike, da-da-da-da-da. I chose not to. Yeah. Now, I, like I always say, don't get it twisted. Yeah. <laughs> don't get it twisted, and I'm not saying this with arrogance. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. My mom and dad had wonderful jobs. Yeah. And could, could have provided anything we wanted. Yeah. Okay? However... This is and and this is what I mean by that. I could have I could have walked around with all of that, mm-hmm. showboated, you know, and then looked at totally different in high school yeah. because you know back then people were so hung up on materialistic stuff. That's but not, see, that's sister not. girl here, I would rather, you know, my friends walk around with all of that. Yeah. I didn't have all of that. I chose not to. I didn't want that. Yeah. Okay, that just wasn't me because I was not one to be in a clique. Yeah. Okay. However. I pulled up at school with my own car, Cimarron Cadillac. Period. 
bingo. That's it. I'm not saying that with arrogance. Of course. It's just priority. Yeah. I was blessed to have older parents. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, it was more so that than anything. Yeah. Um, and I found myself being depressed, mm -hmm. but I came out of it quick. Yeah. You know, because I had, a, you know, uh, my sister Stephanie, you know, she was the one above me. Mm -hmm. And I kind of followed in her footsteps. You know, you didn't need all of that. Yeah. You know, if mom and daddy weren't able to get it, she could have got it for it. Yeah. She gotten it for me because she worked. Yeah. But my mama and daddy could have. Mm -hmm. But I chose not to. Yeah. Because I just didn't want to be like everybody else. Yeah. And I guess that's why... You're kind of the way that you are. You may have gotten that from me and dad. Yeah. We're not trying to be like everybody else. Yeah. We're just trying to be like our own, yeah. I mean, our own person, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. Yeah, that's why I like that. Um, before I said, I forgot what I was going to say. But um, that, I guess that kind of like the way that you guys like brought me up. I guess that really humbled me mm -hmm. um, with like, you know, materialistic items. Because for me, I'm a very... I hate to say it, but I am very materialistic. I love, like, colors. I love prints. I love bags. I love stuff. But, like, it humbles me to to have it, but right. to not be, like, showered with it or to be flooded, flooded with, with it. it. Because that's not a good, um, that's not a good, uh, life lesson to learn. It's that right. if you have money, spend it on what you want before you need. You guys taught me exactly. needs become exactly. for what Exactly. Because a mom... I, me and daddy, we are not the type of parents, whereas we would love to give you the world, mm -hmm. but there's nothing worse than being in the world and you can't see. Exactly. And what I mean by that is we got to make sure that your lights stay on so you can study and be good and do well in school Yeah. to make it big. And, 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 you know, to go to college, mm -hmm. we want to make sure that you stay warm, that you got a nice bed to lay in. Mm -hmm. See, the thing about it nowadays, then maybe with the parents that are a little bit younger than me, they're so hooked on trying to make sure that their kids got these Nikes, these yeah. Adidas, these Levi's shoes, mm -hmm. um, pink, uh, whatever other names that you all, you know, wear out here. Mm -hmm. They got to stick with the trend. Exactly. Okay, because they're afraid that maybe that their children may get bullied in school because they don't have what, you know, the other kids have. Yeah. Or, um, but the thing about it is, it honestly, I don't get it. I, I've seen parents will buy their kids all of this designer stuff. But they lights cut off. Yeah. I don't, how are they gonna enjoy looking at the stuff when they're sitting <laughs> in the dark? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or you hear your kids walking around in these uh, Jordans, but you don't have no food in the refrigerator. Yeah. I don't get it. Mm -hmm. I I will never understand it. And see, when you start that, you have to keep, keep. it up. And yeah. then one day, when you can't keep it up, then how is your children gonna look at you? Exactly. You know, and they they, not, they, they depend on that. Yeah. No, no, no. See, that's why I, I buy you what I can afford. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I will shop a Rainbow, Target, Walmart, JCPenney, yeah. wherever, Ross's, wherever it's reasonable. Exactly. It's, you're clean. You're not dirty. You know what I'm saying? And you look decent. Mm -hmm. I, I, all these other, I can't, I can't deal with these trends. My, my paycheck can't work with the trends. <laughs> And that's fine. That's what people think that just because like your money can't uh like go with the trends or whatever, it's fine. Mm -hmm. But they don't that's the thing. Um actually to go back to the question for uh what caused mental health issues back well, wait, 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 wait. 
yeah okay what caused mental health issues back then for me and my generation it's social media because like when you scroll through like instagram facebook snapchat you see like oh i just came out with my fashion nova pants blah mm -hmm. blah blah and it's like it's literally if you scroll through you'll just see oh i got this from this place go check them out i got these nikes blah blah blah, blah. it's like everything Nowadays, it's so materialistic. Like, Instagram is just a platform for, like, selling. I mean, Instagram, anyway, it's kind of like, uh, like, Amazon might put an ad saying, like, oh, I heard you want to buy some podcast mics. Check them out. Okay, that's cool, because right. I kind of need that. Right. But um, then it's, like, people, personal people. Like, if I bought a whole fit from Pink and was like, go check it out. I got this from Pink. Uh -huh. For somebody that maybe their parents' paycheck can't support that. Right. And they're just scrolling through that. It's like, dang, I want that. Dang, I want that. But I exactly. can't have it. And I will get talked about it if I don't have it. It's right. like, that. that's why for me, I, I have to take a step back from social media. Like, I'll take, I'll step back from Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, and I'll go to YouTube and look up DIY stuff. Like, for me, YouTube is, YouTube is, I feel like the best, it might not be totally better than any other social media platform, but YouTube you could look up healthy weight, like healthy living, stuff like that. It's right. not just because it on Instagram. It depends on who you follow. YouTube, you could look up anybody. Right. But Instagram, it depends on who you follow and who you know. Right. So that's where mental health pops up a lot, and definitely not with only like materialistic items, but with um like self love and stuff like that. Because for me, sometimes I'll be looking at these like. These models and stuff, you be like, go check out this tummy tea. I be like, dang, I want that tummy tea. Like, right, right. and that's the stuff that really like. That's why I have to take a step back sometimes because it's like I'm getting my head too wrapped up in this social media right, stuff. Right. So I feel like that for me. That's why I like social media is so good to me because it helps me see like stuff with the news, see you know people being racist, stuff right. that I can fight for. Right. But it's also so negative because it's dragging. It's making the mental health rise, and it's making people's economy, making the economy and, go down. And you know, and the thing about it is, one day, it, like, <clears throat> Instagram should just shut down, and then everybody should, and then something should come up saying, what was the latest book that you read? Yeah. You know, you know that's, that's the thing about it, it's just like, no one ever talks about, you know, this... They're, okay, like Michelle Obama's book. Mm -hmm. They blew that book up. I still don't, I don't still, I don't have that book. I know I, what you're talking I want, about, I don't got it. I, I want the book. <laughs> yeah. I want the book. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I want the book. They blew that book up. And then all of a sudden, what do you, you don't hear nothing about it anymore. Nope. It's just like, see, the thing about it is, wearing those clothes, that's going to benefit you for a few months. Two years. And then, then <laughs> yeah. you're going to buy something else. Yeah. But picking up a book and getting that knowledge out yeah. of the book can carry you a lifetime. Yes. They don't get it. For me, They um, don't get it. That's why I try to keep you all humble. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's nothing better than being humble. Mm hmm If, you know what, you go ahead and you go to college, graduate from high school, go to college, get yourself a good job, you can buy whatever you want. Mm hmm You know, if you choose to do that. Exactly. But honestly, the type of children that we've raised, from what I can see, now, TJ may be a whole different story, okay? Because boys are different, yeah. you know? That's why I like your school, because everybody dresses however they want to dress. But still, it it is kind of... 
like a fashion show. Okay. Like, as much as it's... Don't say your school, though. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to say my school. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, and I mean, in no way am I bashing it, because I know some people probably do know where I go to school. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's still a fashion show in its own way, because, and I actually, I struggle with that during the school year, in, like, its slightest ways. It's like, you see, like, the clicks going around. You see... Oh, everybody got the new Nikes. Everybody got this. Everybody got that. And then it's like, you get pushed into a bubble of the kids that don't have the designer stuff or that don't have their hair done this month or don't have their nails done this month. It's like, I feel like it's more competitive in the female um, community. That's sad. It is. It bothers me to hear that because now it's like, now that's messing with me going, okay, what do I got to get before school starts for <laughs> nah. you? And I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but parents get backed up into a corner yeah. too. Because, and see, that's where depression kicks in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's unfortunate that you not only have to go to school, mm -hmm. worry about your studies, making sure that you get good grades and you pass this grade so you want to keep a certain GPA so you can get into a certain college that, yeah. you know, that you want to get into. And then on top of that, then you have to deal with the, 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 the side eyes and yeah. the, the talking and the gossip That's the thing, because like, you don't have, uh, your pants might be slightly higher than, than, than it's supposed, supposed to be or whatever, you don't, you know, and and that's you know what, if you picked up weight, if you lost weight, if yeah. you have a blemish on your nose, if mm -hmm. your braids ain't right, if your hair ain't tighter, yeah. all and types And that's the thing, stuff. like parents and like the teachers and even the staff, the teachers, they're like, don't worry about what people say about you or you you focus on your studies don't focus on social life social life is your studies basically because you gotta work with these people during projects i'm telling you i've done so many projects during high school it's like i'm only going into my sophomore year and i gotta interact with all these kids that are right. side-eyeing me right. that are talking about me and i'm hearing about it later on it's like how can i forget about my social life when I walk into school every day and have to socialize to right. get a grade. Right. So that's, I feel like people, they always say, just like, push that away. Like, you don't need friends, blah, blah, blah. But like, sometimes you kind of might, you know, you need your little friend. You, you need, need a click. Or, you need you know. friends. There, there's no doubt about it. Um, and that's why I would want you to have uh, more friends. Yeah. Uh, but see, I always try to encourage you, you know, get some friends. But I get it. Because... But a lot of people just don't understand you. But yeah. trust and believe there are people out there just like you, Kennedy. Mm -hmm. And you're going to find the right set of friends. Yeah. You will. That's definitely something uh, yeah. that I want to do. <clears throat> Next to my studies, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. But, um, okay, now this, these questions, these last two questions are going to be more, um, I guess, like, personal, intimate, like, whatever. Okay. Um... I'm, I skipped a question. It was about coping skills, but we kind of brushed over those. Okay. I mean, you can only go so deep. Uh, so, how is it being a parent to a child with mental health? <laughs> well, um, it's an adjustment. And what I, what I mean by that, and I think that I have said this before um, to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had kept this, uh, so close and dear to our heart, hearts, uh, that only a handful of people knew. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yes, um, I am 
a parent of a child that was dealing with depression. Is. And still <laughs> dealing with depression. Yeah. Um, I am not embarrassed to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I must say that uh, I had to give myself as well as dad a pat on the back because of the type of parents that we are. And what I mean by that, in which I had said before, um, an open door policy. Yeah. You should be able to come to us with anything. And you did. Um, that was a, a blessing for you to be able to reach out to me and say, okay, mom, this is what's going on. This is how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm feeling this way. Yeah. And you gave me an action plan. And you gave, well, you gave me your concern and you gave me an action plan. Mm-hmm. And your concern was, I don't want this to affect my schooling. Mm-hmm. And then the action plan kicked in. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, was this premeditated? It was building up to it. Yeah. You know? Um, so, um, it was an adjustment because here I am, a, uh, and I'm going to continue to say a new mom. Here I am, a new mom with a teenage daughter that is dealing with depression. This is new to me. Yeah. So, I, I kind of knew something was going on, but mm-hmm. what really wasn't... For sure, so I use those famous words, get over it, yeah. take a nap, you'll be alright, mm-hmm. tomorrow's going to be a new day, you just need friends, Yeah. You're, you're tired, you know, whereas all the things that you were going through was a form of depression, yeah. and I knew, I didn't know anything about that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, um... It was hard at first. Mm-hmm. It was very hard at first. But um, there's nothing worse than, and I think I had told you this before, there's, you know, when your child falls down and they scrape their knee, mom cleans it out. She puts Neosporin on it and a Band-Aid, kisses it, and pats you up until you stop crying. Mm-hmm. But when you have a child that, deals with that has depression it's not that easy you can't take that pain away Mm -hmm. that easy and it's hard Mm -hmm. it's hard because I don't know what tomorrow is gonna be Mm -hmm. you know I'm hoping and praying that it's a good day for you um and but I'm I'm dealing with it on a daily basis I go with the flow um one thing we have to get back into is um follow up with a therapist you know at least every other two weeks um uh by you going through um uh therapy and being taken out of school for the length of time that you were out of school i think it helped a whole lot yeah it taught me because i i saw you on a crash and burn Mm -hmm. You were always a, the type of child that you love to do your work, schoolwork, get that done. But it was just like becoming a job. It was yeah. very overwhelming for you. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to uh, take that. I didn't know how to handle that. Yeah. I feel like that 
that's kind of how, um, I guess I still feel, that's why I say, like, I'm still going through, like, uh, depression and anxiety, because, like, what you said about, like, work yeah. being, like, a job. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> any day, I'll wake up and be like, this bed, I can't get out the bed. Like, it's right. so much to get out the bed, so... Anything for anybody going through depression or whatever, it feels so hard to do. Even I did that yesterday. Like I got out of bed real quick and went to the bathroom. But right. today it'll feel like I can't get up. Like I can, my body can get up, but right. my mind is like, mm, I don't think you should get up. So, right. um, it, it's it's hard. Yeah, it's really difficult. And then trying to work because like in therapy they told us like remember like your parents are humans too. And right. like children, we forget that we're like. Our parents are superheroes, like, they conquer everything, right. they're never sad, like, right. you know, stuff like that. So, right. we, even children forget, like, they have feelings, too, and then when you express your feelings, it's like, dang, like, what did I do? Like, and then that's how it's like, we have to remember, like, you have to learn stuff, too, and you have to, oh, like... Because, yeah. trust me, many a nights, Kennedy, I'm telling you, mm -hmm. I would go into the bathroom and the shower and put my hand over my mouth and I'd just like to... I let the tears flow because it was just like, oh my gosh, I have a child that's going through depression and I don't know what to do. I yeah. can't give a no, here's Tylenol, you know, <laughs> let the pain go away. Pamper, take a pamper. Yeah, take a pamper. <laughs> you know, that's, that's my thing. It's a hormonal thing. Just here, take a Matter of fact, everybody's going to take everybody a pamper. Everybody take a pamper. Yes. <laughs> but um, uh, it, it was very hard. Um, and it's it's still hard sometimes. I I. I see you have your good days and bad days, and it's just like, you know, ooh, yeah, it it was deep. Yeah. But I wish that, um, uh, you know, everybody handles it differently. Dad handled it differently. I handled it differently, you know. But at the end of the day, you got mom and dad and your baby brother, mm -hmm. and we're here to support you. So yeah. it's like, no matter what. You know, whatever whatever we got to do, mm -hmm. you know, that Team Shanks, yeah. who was on point. You know, me and Dad, Grandma, we were on it. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. Okay, whatever we got to pull out of school, not a problem. Yeah. Not a problem. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Because mental health, that was first and foremost. Because mm -hmm. you cannot function when nothing, when everything yeah. is just jumbled in garbage. And that's, what, that's why it's so hard for my generation because... My generation is so focused on school. And, like, literally, you'll ask anybody, like, if you're having a bad day, but you know you have a test that day, mm -hmm. what do you do? Right. They're not going to say, I'm going to go to the counselor and talk to the counselor about how I feel. Right. They're going to say, I'm going to go to the library and I'm going to study for the test. Mind you, they're having mental health issues at that point. So it's like, we're so focused on my GPA, I'm focused on, oh my gosh, I'm all these days I'm out absent. Like, you're so focused on your schoolwork, and, you, and you've always told me, like, your health comes before school. That's right. But today, school is so pushed, and it's, education is so pushed, where that comes before your health. Mm -hmm. In some case, that's mm -hmm. literally how life is, like... Okay, your stomach hurts. I don't care. You have a chemistry test. Get ready for it. It's like right. school is so pushed and it's so, uh, like, education. They say education is, like, your future. Right. Okay, I know, like, I have to be educated to get a job. Right. But every job doesn't require a degree. Right. Every Like, literally, that's why a lot of people are doing YouTube. 
Mm-hmm. You don't need, when you sign up for YouTube, you don't need to put in, <laughs> right. I have a GED. Like, right. you know, right. you don't have right. to do exactly. that. And people are still out here being happy. Right. Making doing what money. They, right, doing what they love doing. Exactly. So right. everything doesn't, okay, I understand if I want to be a doctor, I have to have a degree. Right. But what if I like making videos? Right. What if I like, I don't know, photography, like stuff like that. And that, my generation is so jacked up. But you know, and the thing about it is just, uh, when was it? Last week, mm-hmm. it said on the news mm-hmm. that from last year until this year, there has mental. been so many high cases of mental yes. illness and breakdowns and anxiety and depression in the teenagers. They're yeah. saying now, the question is, and it was on the news, it was on uh, Channel 32 News, and they were saying, should children be... Um, should children be allowed to have mental health days? That, yes. You know, just like, <laughs> but then some parents were saying, well, well no, nah, because they, they probably faking it or yeah. whatever the case may be. See, well, that's a chance that you just going to have to take. Because I'd rather kids. take that chance. Exactly. You I know, mean, because, you're, oh, you all right, you all right. Then all of a sudden you come home and it's like, you come home into your child's room and your child is dead. Yeah. That's the thing, like, for me, I feel like, Okay, you can fake it, but I feel like parents, not not only parents, but like staff, like at the school or like counselors, you can tell. I feel like for me, I guess just the experiences and encountering people with like mental health issues, like you can tell when somebody's going through something. Like right. you can like, I could fake like I'm sick, take the thermometer, put it up to a light bulb and be like, aha, 104, right. like. But mental health, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, and you know, and the thing about this, I have to commend your school. Because yeah, they all, they're very, they're very on top of it. Aware. Yes, and yeah. I will tell you this much. Before you even said anything, we've, we had, I had two emails to come to me saying, mm-hmm. Kennedy has not been herself. Yeah. Lately. She's been quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, not as talkative or wanting to uh, participate mm-hmm. in uh, classroom yeah. activities or discussions. Mm-hmm. Just wanted you to be aware. And that's the thing, like, uh, in grammar school, like, they always told you, like, when you get to high school, they're not going to care about, like, they're not going to be as personal with you. But for me, it feels like grammar school still, like, having that one-on-one because, like, literally my teachers will come up to me during class, like, you good? Like, you want to go? get some water, take a walk. Like, literally, my biology teacher let me lay down in the hallway on yeah. our beanbags just to chill out. And I'm like, that's so, like, mental health, I feel like it's becoming, like, it's becoming more acceptable. I mean, I hate to say acceptable, but it is becoming more acceptable. Teachers and our, teachers and parents are paying attention to, like, we can't just say, like, get over it, or you have to get over it, or, like, life keeps going on. You have to... Like, that's not, you can't tell somebody with, like, a mental health problem. And, you know, and the thing about it is, not only in schools, you know, but as adults, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, with me and dad, you know, it's like, I go to work every single day at the same time. Mm -hmm. And thank God, you know, for my employer, Mm -hmm. she's very open-minded. She's very family-oriented. Uh, she's very caring. Mm-hmm. She's very, you know, loving. Mm-hmm. She loves the both of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She loves our family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thank God for that because I don't know where I would be at sometimes. Uh, you know, and it's just like now I have this opportunity to 
take a vacation. Yeah. Even though it's not out of the uh, city of Chicago, it was home, spending time with you all, it was like, I could just be, get up yeah. whenever I wanted to get up, mm -hmm. and, and I needed that, you yeah. know. And at work, sometimes, you know, that same, that repetition, you know, the same thing all yeah, the time. Yeah, that was killing um, It was just, it's, it's, Every every day, I'm not going to say every day is the same. Every day is different, mm -hmm. okay? Because everybody got a different yeah. set of problems mm -hmm. and issues. But sometimes, at some point, mm -hmm. if I start feeling overwhelmed, mm -hmm. I get up. Yeah. I go and get me, fill up my water thing. Yep. You know, stand in the back, drink me a cup, you know, drink some water. Mm -hmm. um, maybe call... Uh, someone just to say hey how you doing or check with dad or whatever mm -hmm. check my phone to see if anyone's called or text um i'll walk out to the front yeah get some fresh air you know being in air condition i just need to warm up a little bit with the sun outside yeah. and just breathe some air some fresh air put back in my body mm -hmm. shake whatever off yeah. that i'm feeling and then go back in there mm -hmm. and do what I have to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I like my job. Yeah. I like my job. Um, I like the people at my job. Uh, I love my employer. Um, and But sometimes changes is, is good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is just, just changing your day up a little bit. Do yeah. something a little bit different. And that's that's the thing, uh, before I end my last question, because we're on limited time now, um, that's something else that was actually causing my uh, depression and anxiety was that that constant repetition. It was like I was trying to find something to like change the day. Mm -hmm. But it was literally Monday. Okay, first period, lunch. Okay, got a half period. Like, everything was the same, regardless if I talked to this person instead of this person today. Okay. It was still like, I would... Like, time, it would seem like some periods would be, like, so slow. I'm like, oh, my gosh. But then I'll think back, like, dang, two weeks just went past. <laughs> but it was the same thing okay. over, and that was making okay. me depressed because right. I'm like, it's nothing that, it's nothing different. Like, repetition, it, it, okay, it's okay for a little bit. It gets you in the mode of doing stuff, but it gets boring. But you like... know what, Kennedy, your mind is so open and it's so wide. Yeah. You know, your spectrum is just, like, huge. So it's just like, it's it, just, you know, imagine your spectrum being so huge, mm -hmm. but then you feel like you got these blinders on. Yeah, Like the you horses, have... you know, they have the blinders, you just like yeah. focused. And what, but it's just like, okay, but there's so much other stuff going on over here to my left and to my right, yeah. but I got these blinders on and I yeah. can only see straight ahead. And I'm tired of seeing straight ahead all the time. I want to see what... what's up above and what's down yeah. below. I feel like my blind blinders, right? Right, blinders. Or... Horses have blinders. Okay. They have yeah, those things on yeah, the side. side just to, so they can stay, stay focused straight. so nothing else will rattle them uh -huh. on the side. See, that's what I feel like, um, not school, I won't say school, but I feel like working, I guess, because education is great. Mm -hmm. But I felt like that was like my blinder because I felt like, oh my gosh, like the Art Institute has this poetry thing going on tonight, but I have a test. Right. So I'm going to study for it. Let me be responsible. Oh my God, like Limbloom. I mean, you got something going on tonight. Can't do it. I got a test. Like, everything was so focused on, like, education and, like, making sure I have 4.0 GPA. Then I'm taking AP classes, 5.0. Like, I have to make sure everything is right. I feel like those were my blinders. Like, my mind is so wide and I want to do so much. Because you're trying to be perfect, but you're 
not. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's true. You're not. You're not. Okay, so we have five minutes left. So um, I'm going to ask you this last question. and I don't think it'll be too deep, but if it is, I can always start another recording. But um, what are some ways that you can give to, like, uh, parents out there dealing with children with, like, uh, mental health issues? For you personally, how do you navigate, like, my depressing episodes or, like, my anxious episodes? The advice that I can give to parents nowadays is to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, that phone call that comes in on your phone of your best friend uh, having to tell you something that happened at her job is not important. Yeah. When your child is reaching out to you, listen. Yeah. If you see your child's eating habits change, if they're sleeping mm-hmm. frequently, if they're just indulging uh, into their schoolwork and then just going straight to bed, yeah. when um, you know your child was very sociable at one point in time, you know, sitting with the family and watching television and talking and laughing, and then they don't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, if they don't even want to deal with their own friends, um, yeah. that's an issue. Mm-hmm. If they just kind of lock themselves and tie themselves into their room, you you have to pay attention because you can miss it. Yeah. You can miss it. Um, and I missed it, mm-hmm. per se. I missed a, some of it. You know, it was like, oh, this is just uh, a teenage thing. Yeah. Sometimes it's not a teenage thing. Yeah. You know, you, that means that teenager is going through some thing. Yeah. And you need to pay attention to that. Yeah. Um, I go with the flow. That's mm-hmm. how I handle it. I go with the flow. If I see that you're not in a good mood or not having a bad, you've never been nasty. Mm-hmm. You've never been nasty. Um, you've been more quiet, a lot more quieter than I, you know would not would like I wouldn't want you to be as quiet as you are but yeah. that's how I know mm-hmm. um when you start distancing yourself and I give you your space mm-hmm. but when you want to be up underneath me or when you go ma can I get a hug <laughs> I, I, I oh I take that up I hug you up hug you up real yeah. good or whatever and you know sitting and eating with you mm-hmm. eating like that's so I love you know having this time off I was able to sit down and eat lunch with you and just hang out with you and go to the museum and do all these different things with you because I miss out so much yeah. on on things. Just all I can do is stress to these parents, pay attention to your children. Mm-hmm. That man that that you dating, that's pre, you taking up your time, set them aside for a minute. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if you feel like your kids are like being rebellious, they're being rebellious for a reason. They're trying to get some attention. Because yeah. they're screaming out for help. Yeah. You know, uh, the things that... Uh, that you're used to doing all the time, you know, change it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, you if you're the type of woman to come home and boom, change, take your work clothes off and start dinner, sometimes you don't have to start dinner right yeah. away. Ask your children, how was your day? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, and, and if it starts getting late, guess what? We're going to eat some bacon. We can eat a bowl of cereal. We can <laughs> boil us some hot dogs. You don't have yeah. to have all this extravagant dinner. Mm-hmm. Just pay attention to your children. Because you can miss out on so much. Yeah. And you can blink and your child may not be here. Exactly. And then what? Yeah. Pay attention to your children. That's mm-hmm. all I say. Thanks, Mom, uh, so much. You are so welcome. For, um, I appreciate you having me. Yes, for being on this podcast topic. I will definitely have you back and probably somebody else. Because you actually opened my mind to like the 
like mental health with adults. Yes. Because that is a thing. And we're so focused on our teenagers because we're the future, but we have to remember about who's being a parent to the future. Yes, so, yes, um, yes. But thank you so much oh, for being here, Mom. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Stay tuned um, for another part. I'll definitely be doing another part. And yeah, thank you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in this week. Real Talk with MSU Post podcast every Saturday at 12 p.m. Stay tuned through the week for pop-up podcasts.